It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely in Topic. We're here yet another week. I'm coming in with a lot of energy right now. <laughs> you're, you're- um, You're talking um, excited about stuff like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> I know, because I was thinking about a future that was so primming with possibility, even though I am an old, but you know, uh, <laughs> then I got, I, I changed tack and now I'm like, Bleh. okay, so I am VA and I'm here, of course, with Jeff. Fuck Tom Wilson. Sorry to get ahead of yourself. I, just, I couldn't take, I couldn't, couldn't contain it. And, and, and Nick this week. Hey, you know what? If Alexander Ovechkin had a flat tire on the side of the road, I would not help him. Oh, yeah, him too. I'd forgotten all about that after after the other one. Fuck. <laughs> As you can tell, we have a lot to talk about today. It's it's not so much that I want to talk about the games at all. There are two incidents. Well, two main incidents. I mean, like I would argue, once you get into the, uh, the into the Trent Frederick um, uh, subcategory, there's like twelve incidents. But <laughs> right, slight exaggeration. I think I count four though. But yeah. <laughs> so it's not so much I want to talk about the games themselves. I just want to talk about the things we can we can start off by saying, hey, the Bruins lost one and they took one, and that's good. And the one that they lost, they lost in the shootout. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. My boy, Sean Corrali, turned over the puck, which led to that goal that tied up the first game. And he was not in the second game. So, okay. No, no, no. He managed to get scratched over Anders Bjork, which means, like, Cassidy's fucking angry. Because, like, let's face it, Bjork is definitely a my Cassidy's pinata. <laughs> Otherwise. Yeah, I read a BSJ. Boston Sports Journal article by Connor Ryan that said that basically Cassidy feels like they have to pull Sean Corrali through this 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 uh, this situation right now where they're like, uh, you know, the fourth line. He likes the fourth line. He's making them start in their defensive zone a lot more than offensive zone. But and he likes them, but they they're ha- going through a tough time leaking oil. He has to pull him through it. Nope, not not uh, not on Friday. Friday night. He's like, nope, Sean. Ninth floor, nachos. There you go. Now, I don't. I would argue that. I mean, well, I guess they did scratch uh, both Crowley and Wagner. Um, Wagner has not actually been better since that. He should have also been scratched. Fuck it. It's finishing time. <laughs> okay. Well. All right. <laughs> that's my opinion. Sorry. <laughs> so that's just a brief overview of what happened with the the weekend's games. Okay. What I really want to talk about is some um, crime and punishment. Now, let's talk about Wednesday night's game in the subcategory of Trent Frederick. (laughs) So, Freddy goes out there and decides that he's going to be a fuckhead to um, Ovechkin all game, as you do. Yeah, I mean, sure. Go ahead. You know, just keep being chippy, keep keeps being rotten to him. And they have that stare down where, where Ovechkin gives him that, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck do you even think you are look? Right, I've saw seen some writers say that's because like that's just what you do. There's just some guys you don't fuck with. It's like no, but you know Frederick's insane. And again, this was pointed out by someone on Twitter. His best friends growing up were the Kachucks. Yep. Whoa, <laughs> really? Yeah, both of them. So like, 
he's not going to be right in the head because those two aren't right in the head. <laughs> well, and that makes sense. Y'all grew up in St. Louis. Son of a gun. Yeah. I th- now I thought that Brady K- Kachuk is like kind of a nice boy, isn't he? But he's like not that dissimilar on the ice from his brother. Like 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 the, he's he's not as not as not as dirty, but he's as obnoxious. Okay, yeah, I cannot <laughs> stand Matt Kachuk. It's because he well you know he can be obnoxious without being dirty, and he wanders across that line all the time, right? He skates pretty freely over it. Yes, yes. Yeah, and in fact, one time where it was like he had already skated over that line, and then somebody challenged him to a fight. I was actually glad that he he was down for it because I'm like, dude, the shit that you just pulled, you need to. You need to to fight for that. Well, there's the thing, like, like, like he, you know, if you're if you're Matt Kachuk, start looking at like Brad Marchand to figure out how to find the fucking balance and being just a complete shit and like not be and, and eventually figuring out how to not be, you know, dirty. Right. Which again, Marchand's dirtiness was always a bit overinflated, but. <laughs> right. Well, Marshy has straightened himself out over time, so. There was a great article this week in the Athletic about that. Very good article, actually. Yeah, I read it as well. Basically, Cassidy's wife talked him into not being an ass, and he has not been an ass since. (laughs) It's because of the licking, right? It was because of the licking, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Brad, you know that that Bruce can't be bailing you out of that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Brucey, he doesn't like that. (laughs) Okay. Getting back to Trent Frederick, the insane best friend of the Kachucks, Trent Frederick. T. Freddy. Yeah, the one time that that Ovi awkwardly went into the wall behind the the goal, and then Freddy had his gloves off, like, so quickly, because he expected Ovi to get up and, like, want to fight him. He grabbed his jersey, and Ovi's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Who the fuck are you? Do you know who I am? (laughs) I will eat your soul, boy. <laughs> to be fair, I, if I were Ovechkin, superstar player, best player on my team, I am not going to fight a rookie who's, at that time, has scored two goals this season. Just wouldn't do it. <laughs> well, no. No, no, no. Ovechkin's entirely in the right here on that yeah. point. But, like, just, like, the fucking stones on Trent Frederick to be even, like, yeah. to, to even be going for the stars like that. Well, he said that he took his gloves off quickly because he felt like he needed to protect himself and defend himself in that situation, just in case Ovi got up and decided to wail on him. Ovi's a big man. If Ovi chooses to, he could probably rip more players apart like warm bread than not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right, right. So, I, my advice to T. Freddy is if he wants to keep playing with the big boys like this, get some meat on your bones. I mean, like, but the thing is, is he just doesn't care. Like, he's a genuine crazy person. Like, shit house, shit house rats stare at him in awe. It's like, wow, that guy's fucking nuts. Yeah, th- there is something about the water in St. Louis, I guess, when you were growing up. Maybe a little bit of lead. I don't know. It's definitely you know, but it's funny. There's there's a whole whack of guys that were drafted that were out of that St. Louis group in that that draft class. Some of them were apparently not nuts. Uh, Clayton Keller, Logan Brown. I think there was one or two, one or two others. I think maybe Max Jones and, and and or Riley Tufty, who's a bust, so he's irrelevant. But yeah, do we talk about these people? No, 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 my, no, no, no. So, so like some of them are apparently normalish. Others yeah. are Trent Frederick. I like my idea better. Anyway, <laughs> 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 anyway, you know. But then later on, 
Freddy just decides that, you know, during like, a, I guess, a stoppage and play, uh, he decided he had some words for Ovi and decided to uh, cross check him a little bit. It was the lightest. It was it was the lightest. Right. And, and and Ovi decided to check if he was wearing a cup, which is called spearing, by the way. Spearing. That was a very violent looking spear, too. Like we're talking. I got to give Frederick credit. He got back up pretty quickly after that. I've seen other guys get speared, and it's like they their genitals were removed on the ice. That was the, the reaction they had on the ice. I'm guessing um, that, that Freddie wears a cup. <laughs> yeah, see, I, you got to figure if you're like, for example, like if you're if you're Jake DeBrusque, knowing what happened to him in his last year in junior, you can't see that happen to a teammate and not vomit. What happened to? He got he got hit in the nuts with the with the puck, and apparently one of them swelled up to the size of a, the size of a pear. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh about that because you both are men, but. Oh no, it's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Unless it happens to you, of course. Right. For someone who happens to be a height that just makes, apparently makes me more vulnerable to getting bagged. I still laugh when other people get hit in the nuts. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ow. Ow, my balls. <laughs> 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 This is my problem, my my first problem. They called Ovechkin for slashing, not spearing. Now, spearing, rule 62. I looked this up a while ago. I wrote up about it. Okay, if you tr- attempt a spear and you miss, it's a double minor. Whoa. If you spear, which he did, that is a major. And guess what? Because you called a major on that, you have to call a game misconduct. That's how it goes in the rule. None of that happened. Instead, what happened was they both went for equal penalties. Frederick for the cross check. Ovi with the uh, with the slash. Equal in the respect that they were both minor penalties. What should have happened was that Ovi should have been called for the, the, uh, the spearing, which is a major. It would have been the first major of the game, which means no substitution. Okay, and we should have had three minutes on the power play after Freddie's penalty. Mm-hmm. And it was late enough in the game; he shouldn't have come back. He would; have, his game was over. Right. So <laughs> that is my first problem. Okay, because obviously, I really think it's just because it's Ovi. They called that because it's Ovi. Yes. Also, this particular ref ref duo, um, as we'll see, are. Um... Sucky? Bad at stuff. Yeah, they're very bad. They they need they need Coke bottle glasses or something because they don't see anything. Well, and it's just their poor judgment again. We'll get to it later, but like they they have no idea how to hold, keep maintain control of a game. Apparently, like there are situations where you got to do something, otherwise you're going to lose control. And as we see, they did it precisely none of those things and lost control of the second game. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah. Anyway, the league turned around the next day and basically smacked those refs down by uh, giving Ovi a fine for the spear. Yes, and they called it spearing. But when you're Ovi, 5000 bucks, I'm like, fuck, it's probably in the change jar of his Ferrari. Like, <laughs> yeah, I assuming, assuming even Ferraris have a change cup. I don't think they do, but, you know, what do I know? It's a <laughs> I mean, like, $10,000. Why would you want a Ferrari if you didn't have a cup holder? And what's a cup holder for if not holding change? Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
I enjoy how much you you refuse to engage on this lunacy. Thank you. <laughs> I, I can think of something else a cup holder is good at, but I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, I've never had a cup holder with so much change you couldn't also put a cup in it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually usually clear out the change because Glenn will put the change in there until it's like at the top, and I'm like, no. No, we don't need the, all that change in there. I mean, really, what do you need all that change for? I will admit that those nickels and dimes, previously pennies, but we don't have pennies anymore in Canada, um, don't really serve a purpose in the card, no. No, no. Unless you're just going to throw an entire fistful at the change basket and hope no one notices that you're a buck fifty short. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that, just fistful of small coins and hope for the best. <laughs> we don't have that option. Because now everything is easy pass and there are no collection thing. I mean, no, no. Easy pass mandatory now. That's actually kind of fucked. What was that? It can't be easy pass mandatory because sometimes you get people passing through for jurisdictions that don't have easy pass and therefore won't have it. Well, <laughs> no, uh, no. What happens is they they just take a picture of your license plate and they send you a bill. Oh, it's like the four hundred seven in Ontario. Okay. Interesting story about the 407 in Ontario. I went through it in my old SUV that was New Hampshire plated. Texted my dad the next day. By the way, we're probably going to get a bill from the from province from, from Ontario for this. It never did. Oh. So apparently, it wasn't set up to deal with out of province or possibly maybe just out of country plates. I can tell you that is not true because my friend Adam, when we went on a road trip to Canada in 2007, he got a bill. Took a year, but he got a bill. Well, I mean, well, now it's been um, rapidly approaching a decade because I believe this was in like um, uh, April 2012. Mm. So uh, <laughs> I, think I feel I think like that bill's not going to show up at this point. Also, it happened to be going through at like midnight. Mm. Um, that may have, in fact, may have been a factor too. Also, um, unrelated, uh, I can't park my old forerunner in Chicago. Anyway, let's continue. Oh! <laughs> Unpaid fines, huh? Yep. <laughs> Parking tickets are barely enforceable outside of the state that they're yeah. state or province they're issued in. So, um, and that full runner is no more. Okay, well, see, you can only park it in the junkyard that it's in now. Yeah, right. Problem solved. I think we're close to five years now on just uh, they took down the toll booths and it is just all easy to pass over the the metal things over the highway and I think even well, I mean, the Newport Bridge as I was telling you the other week. All easy pass. There's no stopping to pay anymore at all. So, yeah. So that's how they there do it. There are three toll booths in this province, and one of them uses a different pass than the other. And, and they don't. And two. And two of them use one pass, and the other one uses a different one. None of them are easy pass. Ah, uh, so so. <laughs> uh, just make it easy for us, people. Just make it easy for us. We we will pay the things. Just make it easy. Yeah, down in Florida, they have a different setup, and it's terrible. As I said. But we have two different setups in this province. I, I know. Okay. You win. You win, Jeff. You win. Take your prize. Or you lose, depending on your Do that. outlook. On Mostly things. lose. Mostly lose. Okay. All right. So now we have to talk about the game that made me so angry. That the only tweets that I've put out lately <laughs> have involved... Um, Tom Wilson getting fucked. <laughs> Fucking him. Not me. I mean, fuck him to straight to hell. You know, good for the punishment. All of that stuff. I, um, I, I did not think that I was going to have to deal 
with with my my boys of boys getting hurt in a bad fashion during this game. Oh, and it was bad. I can and see it, that there are players on the Bruins that you might want to to hit and hurt, but Brandon Carlo is like a puppy dog compared to those guys. And and, and it's just so bad. Like so so so. Of course, no penalty on the play. Mm-hmm. Tom Wilson fucking charges from the goddamn red line to the end boards to do this. I'm exaggerating a bit, but not much. Like how that wasn't charging on charging on the spot. That that one particularly blows my mind. Um, I can see the argument for it not being specifically boarding or not being specifically checked to the head, but there is no argument against charging. Okay, let me <laughs> let's talk about this for a minute because I do have uh, what the uh, the Department of Player Safety said. Okay, let's just set it up. It's towards the end of the first period. Brandon Carlo is uh, battling with Jacob uh, Vrana down uh, down in the defensive zone, and he the puck goes into the corner, actually into his skates, and he puts his head down to try to figure out where the puck is, or he puts it a little lower, uh, where he's got Vrana on the one side battling him, and he cannot see Tom Wilson coming to make a hit. And... It's not like Tom Wilson lowered himself to make this hit, right? It's not like he was trying to go get the shoulder. He was not trying to get the shoulder. He was trying to nope, get the nope, head. Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay. I So I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I could see all sorts of arguments that you could make if Tom Wilson had done something different. But what player safety said was this. First of all, they cited boarding because uh, people were saying excuse me, chiefly among them, Frank Saravalli, who <laughs> we all guessed was like older than he is. And he's 32 years old and he looks like a 55 year old man. Okay. That is, that is some gray fucking hair for 32. And yeah. also like the little, little paunchy and stuff that doesn't make him look, that makes him look a lot older than he is too. It leans into the, uh, the hair color. <laughs> yeah, he's from Philadelphia, by the way. So I'm aware of that. Okay. I, I remember, um, old puck soup is with when they had him as a guest, you know, back when Dave Losa was on it and the podcast was good. Right. Right. See, you agree with me. It's not good anymore. You would think that it, I think it, I don't hate it, but like it was excellent before. Oh, it was. <laughs> I love me some Dave Lozo. He's just like, he's like my spirit animal. He really is. Anyway. So Frank Saravalli was beating the drum because he was looking at it from one point. Player safety decided to look at it from multiple aspects of the play. So they they wanted to call it boarding or they, they decided to call it boarding because a boarding penalty shall be imposed on any player who checks or pushes a defenseless opponent in such a manner that causes the opponent to hit or impact the boards violently or dangerously. I think we can both agree that that was violently and dangerously. Right. Right. So they cited Carlo battling with Vrana on the one side, his head being low to find the puck and Wilson's angle of approach that all of that contributed to Carlo being completely defenseless. And since he was defenseless, he was unable to brace for contact, contact, brace himself for the hit or defend himself from any contact by Wilson, who is approaching from outside Carlo's field of vision. So they acknowledged that that Washington had points to defend about whether or not it was boarding or were worthy of a penalty of any kind. But they said only aspects of the situation on their own would warrant that. But combined, everything combined made 
for a different situation. And that's why he deserves the penalty. So they cited it as boarding. They cited the injury, which was pretty serious. Brandon Carlo did go to the hospital via ambulance and spent he was the night. Yep. Spent the night. Let's put it this way. I got a concussion once and I did not spend the night in the hospital. They could not get me out fast enough. I mean, as long mm-hmm. as I could pee in something, but whatever. Uh, so it's, it's pretty serious. And they cited Tom Wilson's history. Which uh, every there were so many Washington defenders who were just like he doesn't have history because he hasn't done this in a couple of years. No, no, that only applies to how much you're fucking fined. Mm-hmm. It does not. It applies to the formula to how see how much money you lose. It has nothing. It has nothing directly to do with the with the sentence apart from if you've done this before. Yes, they're going to do you harder, and that's just end sentence. If you've done it before, not if you've done it in the last twenty months. Right, <laughs> right. I I'm not defending that. Um, because you, when you have a history, you have a history. It's not a recent history. It's a history. Okay? Yeah. That's different. Um, so basically, all of that combined for a, a seven-game suspension for Tom Wilson. Now, let's go into the whole thing again. He was not penalized on the play. Not at all. <clears throat> no penalty. Just walked away. Bruce Cassidy was livid. He was saying things. I, I got to see what P- Matt Porter said. He said it was just amazing. I, I forgot that I, I'd saved that. Let me get that. So yes. as you're pulling that up, may I make a point? Yes. Um, the, I obviously do not play professional hockey, but I do play very low level beer league hockey in North Carolina. But I'm watching that play. Wilson's check. I don't. There were smarter hockey plays to make there. A, a body check, even if it were a legal body check, was not the smart move. So, and I think a professional hockey player would realize, oh no, I should just go in and try to dig for the puck, not take out. Because you make a big check like that, you, you're you're leaving more room. On the ice, because when you take when you check, you also take yourself out of the play. Right. So you essentially have um, neutralized yourself and left the lane open to if the Bruins get the puck to go out out of the zone. It was a dumb play, even from a hockey perspective, let alone a uh, hockey safety perspective. Um, it, it was disgusting, disgusting uh, play. Has anyone ever accused Tom Wilson of being intelligent? Or um, I. I have uh, never heard anyone say he's a smart I mean, guy. I've never seen him accused of being a moron either, but like, let's, let's go with the evidence we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His instinct is to go for the head. We've seen this so many times. Even though he has probably been trying to work on it or just hasn't been doing it as much, doesn't mean that that instinct isn't there. And the shame is, is that he can do other things, but this is what he chooses to do. Now, Matt Porter said that Cassidy yelled... He's going to get five games for sure. It's a fucking penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Mac Porter also said that someone on the Bruins bench said this to Wilson. You're a fucking scumbag. Fucking headshot. But you know what? There's something I, I want to, to bring up here uh, about this whole thing. Because, you know, this hit has really divided hockey Twitter. Which, roll your eyes, however you want to deal with that. But it has really divided people because there are people who are dead set against this being a penalty. Uh, and most of them are Caps fans. And then <laughs> there are other people who... Or Frank Saravelli. 
or uh, people who hate the Bruins. They're all over there, you know, and there are other people who are just like, well, you know, well, I guess we just can't allow hitting in the game anymore then. Right. And it's just like, no, <laughs> that's not the point. The point is we can't let people just go headshot people. It doesn't matter if he hit it, the shoulder first. That did nothing to to stop the brunt of the hit. Okay. In fact, he did hit the shoulder a little bit, but that probably took just that much more off of it so that it wasn't even worse of an injury than it is. But Brandon Carlo is going to be out for weeks. He is defined as being week to week now, not day to day, week to week. So he's going to be out for some time because some jackass, some fuckhead decided to take a headshot on him. Now, slight side question. What do you guys think about Vrana in all this? Do you think he's a victim of circumstance or do you think he should have been called for a cross check there too? He uh, should have been called for I a cross check. I, I'm asking that's why. No, no. I am cross check. Yes. Because he was down. Carlo wasn't getting back up. He grabbed his head and he went down. So I, I got to be honest. Yeah, technically a cross check, but if we're cross checks go uncalled all the time in the NHL. Um, I, I think I'm not defending him because he shouldn't have done it. But I'm going to use a kind of a catchphrase here. If you look at the speed of the the play, if you look at it in real time, big hit comes in, you see a guy, there's a bunch of commotion happening. We're like, oh, fuck, uh, cross-check. Sure, this seems like an appropriate thing to do. I think if he could re-choose his actions, I think he would be like, oh, my God, I just cross-checked a man with a concussion. I'm, that's well, horrible. Well, then, that's what I sort of meant. Victim yeah. of circumstance sounded like being like he has completely no power in the situation. Yeah. That's not really what I meant. What I meant was that, yeah, he got caught up in the moment, and this mm-hmm. wasn't something he would have done if he'd really thought things through. <laughs> yeah, with, again, I... Um... I I I'm, I don't want to say it. I know I will say it. I'm almost willing to give him a pass. There was there was worse things that happened in that corner. Um, well, 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 I know, and that's why I was a little bit of an aside. Yeah. It's 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 almost incidental to it all in the end, but mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting question, and I saw yeah. very different responses mm-hmm. on I, Twitter. I am very biased here. I say, yeah, this, this is your boy. This, this is, is my voice. Voice. I I, I absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just hold him so dear in my heart. So, no, I just, I can't look at this without, like, wanting to punch Jacob Rana. Kick him in the nuts. But anyway, this is a very interesting thread on Twitter that has everything to do with the, the whole nature of big boy hockey hits. Okay? Mm-hmm. From Catherine Silverman, right? Perhaps my favorite part of this Tom Wilson saga is that Although he has egregiously injured multiple players in the past, I saw at least three prominent men in media do screen still breakdowns entitled, This is going to be unpopular, but Tom Wilson's hit wasn't actually illegal. I want to be done talking about it after tonight. But one, there was a very real case for boarding on that play, and it once again injured another player. And two, at what point does the league have to give him an ultimatum regarding the injuries he's doled out? I get that we all grew up watching big boy hockey, and I admit that I used to love watching someone get crushed. But at, uh, but look at what we know now about concussions, painkillers, chronic pain, domestic violence, and quality of life. Shrugging off this stuff just doesn't sit right. That hit home for me today because, yes, you know, one of the things I love about football is uh, just hard hits, 
right? Mm -hmm. But after I've learned more about concussions, I've just, every time I hear helmets collide, I'm just like, oh, and they only have certain rules about certain players. Basically, only certain players will will get that penalty or, you know, that flag um, based on, you know, where they are in the, in the, the, uh, the field. But I love to watch hard hits, but I do not like to see somebody go down in pain, especially when when it's uh, it has something to do with their head. I hate it. I can't I can't do it. It, it doesn't matter. You know, players I don't even like. I would not want to see Tom Wilson necessarily get hit with the same kind of thing. Well, normally on Friday night I would have. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the whole vengeance thing. It's the emotion thing. But generally, I just, I don't go for it because I just, I, I, I think we know so much more now. We do. We know about this stuff. So I, I am really, really torn up about a guy who has concussion issues already. He's had several with the Bruins getting another one. And this is a bad one. I mean, he was he didn't even get to come back last season, I think, or it was just barely back last season from a concussion when the season and, you know, was, was started, uh, was, uh, was ended. No, no, he, he, he and Krug were both down when the um, uh, pause happened. Right. My point is that was another concussion. We know of several concussions. He's got another one now. And I just, I think it's awful. I don't have any words for it. And I just want Tom Wilson to be fucking punished. Now, thankfully, we had a couple of guys step up on the Bruins. Now, and the fact that it's only a couple is interesting because um, I think everyone during that first intermission assumed that this game was going to descend into unrestrained, unmitigated chaos. Not quite, um, uh, you know, not quite um, uh, Flyers, um, uh, Sens, and what was that, 2002, mm-hmm. obviously, because everyone would get expelled from the league for that shit. But, like, this game, I wouldn't have been surprised if it went into absolute, if, it, if the second had started on a line brawl. Well, but we, it didn't. We we had Marshy in the intermission with the interview that disappeared. And the clip that aired, I because... Uh, Anthony shared it after I found out that this had happened. The clip that aired is utterly incoherent because they had to edit it into oblivion. I'm surprised they aired anything at all. I think <laughs> that they just shouldn't have aired it at all because it's honestly like, like, like the way they edited it, it almost sounds like Marshawn recently suffered a traumatic brain injury rather than Carlo. <laughs> well, <laughs> Patrice Bergeron comes out of, of intermission and goes and has words with Tom Wilson Ovi gets up and like kind of does his chess thing and stuff like that. But basically I'd love to know what Patrice said. I, I have to imagine that he said, we're coming after you. It's like, I have informed them that I will not tell them. They, 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 I've informed them all. They can do what they want. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I thought that Patrice was a little gentle with him, you know, because that guy still had this look on his face. Like, yeah, okay, whatever, you know, and Ovi just was like, uh, okay, whatever. I have a question here about Chara. Ah, I mean, like, I understand it. He's a, he's, he's a cap now, but, like, you, dude, really? Like, like honestly, honestly, watching that game, watching Chara's facial expressions, his interactions with Bruins, 
he cost me a lot of respect a lot of respect for him i think i understand he's not he's on the opposing team now but what the fuck dude <laughs> some of these men were your brothers for over a decade you're friends <laughs> off the ice but you're not friends on the ice i'm not saying he's got to fight his own teammates but like take him to fucking task call him the fuck out be the leader we know you are well, didn't, didn't we hear Kevin Miller say say basically like uh, Tari Krug better have his head on a swivel, you know, the next time they meet up? And it's just like, dude, you guys played together for a long time, you know, and, yeah. and it's it, so it's kind of a similar thing. But the whole like Chara getting in Marshy's like uh, face about stuff. It's just like, dude, you're not the boss of him anymore. Mm-hmm. You're just not. <clears throat> It's like, it's okay, I understand they expect you to be the, be one of their rough physical forces, but A, it's the Caps, they're all rough physical forces. Z, you can take a knee on this one, just stay out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one thing which, okay, uh, and this goes for all professional athletes. Yes, they're obviously all super gifted, but I think that the one thing which I will never be under be able to understand, and I think this just is the way professional athletes are, when it comes to game time, their job they are the most competitive people in the world, and there's not a word in the English language that is able to describe how competitive they are. But they're also professionals. They know how to turn it off when the game is over. So I think that's just when we see the way Chara act, I guess, more so in the third period. I think that that, that was it. It's like he's, you know, if you want to believe, also, depending on who you want to believe, that's kind of why Chara left the Bruins. He wanted to be a competitor, not a a, a role player anymore. So... It, it 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 hurts because it's like oh it what why is our why is our old dad being mean to us like it's just it's it's weird because that's 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 our, that's our old that's our old friend but he's not our friend right now he's he's the enemy but I didn't like it either but no, as I said I feel like there's a middle ground himself. if you're in that situation that you can there's a middle path that he could have taken. Mm-hmm. The middle path was not doing anything. Was just being like exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like just stay out of it. See, you could have just stayed the fuck out of it. I mean, part of me is like, you know what? I'm, I'm glad he didn't, he, he didn't do more. I'm like, I, I oh, some... don't get me wrong. Like the last thing I want to see is anyone on this roster fight Z. No, fuck that. <laughs> oh, Tenorti. Tenorti. Yeah, Tenorti. Money to do it. Yeah, yeah, Tenorti. I, I would do because he doesn't have that past, but and he's huge. He's the only one who can vaguely even touch Chara's face. Six six two thirty. He's a big boy. Yeah. He's six six. Yeah. Six six. Sorry, six. I was thinking yeah. six six and said six two. What the fuck? Yeah. Um. Now Nick, I would also pay money for, for Nick Ritchie to do it because he actually weighs more than Chara because he's one of my. He's a beef boy and he's my best friend. Um. <laughs> but and then I would help Nick Ritchie recover after the fight. I'm like, oh, what do you need, man? You need some frozen peas for that, you know, black eye. I need some. Ice buckets for your, your for your fists. What you need? I'll order you a pizza. I'll get you a pizza. <laughs> the bachelor ba- uh, ice pack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bag of peas. Yeah. Maybe that's what I needed to see from Z to just get over everything. I'm, because I'm not particularly angry anymore. I'm like, whatever. What's done is done. Let's move on. And uh, I was, of course, I was a little upset to see D, uh, Z being like a, a D bag on the. Uh, on the uh the caps but there's nothing i can do about it so look i think that patrice bergeron's got a good handle on things and uh i would want to think that patrice bergeron said hey 
hey guys, you two guys go after Tom Wilson. I don't think he said that. I think he, he, he inspired them to do what they felt was right without calling them out and naming them on it. So, and I, with Freddie, I think on this, team, on this team for five days and he's the one that took, and, and he's the one that got on it first too. Like, damn. He drove 17 hours to get here. So yeah, he was, he was psyched. He's like, let's go. And, and you know what? Let's just, I just want to say one thing about Tenorti. He may not be the best defenseman, but he might be better suited for us than, than for Nashville. So We'll see. He's, he's, he's looked perfectly cromulent out there, right? Like, and I'll point out that today, that this afternoon, he's playing, and guess who isn't? John Moore. Ah, uh, yeah. John Moore is now behind Tenorti and Vakaninen on the depth chart. Oh, I God. was about to say he's looking. Uh, Tenorti's looking better than John Moore. Yep. Well, well, yeah, but also not an accomplishment. Yeah. Um, well, well I, but I will say what we know about the Nashville defense is that they like to have a lot of really mobile puck moving guys um and that's not tenorti um so he doesn't fit on that roster but here yeah he's more of a stay-at-home guy and uh, well especially given that our 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 um uh, our big and violent men on the back end are now all injured right so (laughs) boomer (laughs) yes i will pet you Sorry, I now have to pet my dog, who's got a cold, mm. who wants to go for a walk, even though I really don't want to go for a walk with him. I want him to rest, but he's like, I will rest when I want to. So he is here, so he won't bark at my door anymore. Mm. So, okay. So luckily, I can pull this over here and speak while I'm bending over to, to pet my dog. So look, I'm glad that Tenorti rang the bell or... Whatever the terminology is. Answered the bell. Ah, answered it. Well, he rang it and answered it. (laughs) Oh, ding. Hello, it's me. (laughs) Okay, so he answered the bell. And what's really fantastic about that is that uh, uh, I think that uh, he he did pretty well. And uh, the the best thing is he got... uh, He got... uh, Tom Wilson to be in the box and um, they scored two goals, two goals while both of those guys were in the box and Patrice three. three. Wait a minute. How? Yeah, the last goal. Well, so the last goal came at the end of the penalty, but because it's a fighting major, they have to sit there till the next whistle. Right. Oh. So, so, so after the last goal went in, then they got out of the box. The timing oh. was just spectacular yeah <laughs> okay because i was looking at the way that it it, it uh, measured up and it didn't look like it was that way okay so it was three goals so bergy went over and tapped the uh the glass for tenorti i think after the second goal was it the one uh that he scored which i can't remember which one that was amazing passing like mm-hmm. i I had to watch the replay three times to follow how quickly they passed the puck. I'm like, man, that was beautiful. Best line in hockey. Yeah. Best line in it hockey. It is. Yep. I'm not saying any differently. I'm just saying it. I'm not calling them by that other moniker because I don't I don't think that's right. So, but yeah. Yeah, so it was after the second one. So that's good. When your captain comes over, and of course people were like, oh, he did that to Wilson. And it's like, oh, it's lovely to think that, but Patrice is not that guy. Mm-hmm. No, he was, it was... He was stick tapping for for Tenorti. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that was beautiful. The Bruins responded in the way that they needed to, and Tenorti 
answer the bell. And then Freddy. Oh my God. That kid. You're right. He is absolutely insane. I just love the smile. The smile on his face after fighting Wilson again. This is the second time he's fought him, right? Mm -hmm. And the the look on his face when he was in the penalty box. He was just smiling like. (laughs) It reminds me early career McQuaid. He's the only (laughs) other person I can think of that would be that giddy. After a fight, regardless of whether he won or lost it, just like that excited that he'd been in a fight. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Freddie did that well in this fight, but you know. But like, but you know what I mean? Like, like, like that sort of the, yeah. the crazy eyes. Like, McQuaid, McQuaid gained some sanity as he aged. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, it's it's familiar. <laughs> Speaking of McQuaid, apparently he's been down in Providence on the ice, working with a defenseman. Oh. Yeah, he's probably it hasn't nothing's official yet, but yep. like he's probably it sounds like he's almost certainly going to join in a development role. Probably, I'm guessing a uh, similar title to what Kelly has. Yep, player nice. development coach. Yep. Hey, good, good for him. I mean, a de- defense is the one position we don't have someone specifically that we have Kelly presumably mainly for forwards, and they have um uh, Mike Dunham for for goaltending, right? But yep. Oh, oh! By the way, did you hear that in Buffalo they fired their, um, their goalie coach? Was it Buffalo or was it with the Habs? I think it's the Habs. It was the Habs. Habs, yeah. Habs followed up, of course, having fired Claude, but um, several days later, firing Stefan Waite mid-game. Yep. Ouch. And guess who they hired? The guy who uh, made Mike Smith really good in Arizona. Oh, right. Yeah, they pulled up. They they, they pulled him. Sean Burke, who has been out of the coaching game for quite a while now, trying desperately to get into management, and that just has not worked out for him. Um, yep. yep. So, although apparently he's director of goal, he's like director of goaltending rather than goaltending rather than their goalie coach or something. So he's more like Luongo in in Florida, I think. I don't know. Everything makes sense and less like goalie Bob, right? Okay. Yeah. But anyway. I just thought that was an interesting thing because I knew that he had retired some time ago. Just wanted to point that out. I'm glad that the two guys fought Tom Wilson. I mean, that game was full of like penalties and people hating on each other, which is great. Uh, these two teams hate each what, other. What the fuck was with the, with, was with the game misconduct, Frederick? Um, well, he got the instigator, right? Yeah. That, that, that's not an automatic uh, misconduct. I mean, it's, it's just your, the two fucking minutes plus the obvious, the five minutes for the fight itself. Maybe they just felt because he smiled while he was doing all of this that he wasn't going to learn the I mean, he'd done the thing. Thing. It's not like he was going to go out there. Well, he might have started, started up more shit. He's nuts. But, like, he'd fought the guy. What was else he going to do? It was early in the third when that happened. So, basically, I think they wanted to teach him a lesson. My only thought is it's pro probably something they talked to him about like yo if you try causing a ruckus especially after last game because he he was trying to cause a ruckus um in the first washington game this week <laughs> you mean i feel like an old we old forgot man. to mention he did eventually here. um not quite fight but tussle with um uh, tom wilson in that game as well oh, um, he did? after after the spearing he, he he fucked he and tom wilson ended up in the it wasn't a full-on fight i think it was like matching roughing or something yeah it was matching roughings yeah so I think it was you know, like you, they. My guess is they probably drew a you know a line. You cross this, we're we're gonna. Oh, that's take amazing care of it. that they they did that for him. It, it 
when as there's opposed other, to you like, know Tom fucking Wilson who'd already murdered a guy. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm glad that they learned how to to draw lines at some point and tried to to, to yeah. ease a certain situation that was getting out of hand. I was gonna say at the point that point in the third, like if you're gonna give the misconduct to Frederick, give it to Wilson too. Just get him out of the game. If you're the ref at that point, like you've already fucked up. You know the the solution to anything is removing Wilson from the ice permanently. Oh, yeah, but that, that would have hurt LaViolette's feelings. His fifis would have been hurt. There are a few things I care about less than Cap fans' fifis. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I... <laughs> neither do I. I. I hate Cap's fans. I, they are the worst. <laughs> so, I, this is one of the reasons why I don't like the Capitals. I know this is a very dumb reason, but it's sports, and you can have dumb reasons for things. It's okay. Yep. So, my favorite color is red. Yeah. It really okay. is. Okay. And it makes me angry that the Capitals have a jersey that is red and is so ugly. I'm like, how dare <laughs> you ruin the color red? It's nearly <laughs> impossible to do, but you guys found a way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Beauty. I'll give it yeah. to you. Okay, I'll give it to you. It's fine. Yeah, you're right. As a sport a sports fan, you have every right to have a dumb yeah, you know, dumb reason for liking or disliking something. We were talking about the other that the other week. I mean, look, you can like who you like, and you can dislike who you like. Uh, dislike who you dislike. That's fine. <laughs> dislike who you like. You can do that too if you want. But um, you know, it, it's okay. This is at the end of the day. Most of the stuff is really dumb anyway. Mm-hmm. I still, oh, yeah. I still hate the Jets, and they don't need me to hate them because they hate themselves. The New York Jets, that is, yes, right? Yes, They're very bad at their sport. They are very I mean, bad. it's sort of like as a bro, like we have Boston as a longstanding rivalry with Buffalo. Someday we'll even get to play them again. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it just, it just, it feels like bullying to hate the bite, to hate the Sabres at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't hate them. I just I don't. I, I have a pretty strong dislike for them, but I got to contain it because I'm just like, that's just piling on, dude. I, like, no, don't be like that, Jeff. Come on. I I don't <laughs> hate them because while there's a rivalry, you know, I have not. I've seen the Bruins be played or outplayed by the the Sabers, but most of the time the Bruins win. And I don't know the rivalry, and basically, I just nothing the Sabers. I just don't anything them, you know. Speaking of the Sabres, brief aside, Hi. we're talking again about acquiring my Jack Eichel. Are we, Boston? We're really going to keep doing this? <laughs> Do you think that, A, Buffalo's going to trade him in the division, and B, that we have the assets? No! And also no! <laughs> um, if you want to get rid of McAvoy and or Pasta, sure, but I don't want to, so... What's the fucking point of that? You have one of the best wingers in the league and a uh, and a genuine and guy who's basically guaranteed to be a top three Norris finalist this year. Mm-hmm. For a, I mean, Jack Eichel's a great center and we have a long-term problem there, but like, no. Nope. <laughs> Just not worth it. No. Although. If we were talking with David, that would be a different thing. I, I, I mean, like, I hate Austin Matthews. If it was Matthews, I'd be like, oh, okay, we can talk. Um, yes. But, like, Eichel doesn't excite me. Nope. No, I he mean, doesn't. He's a decent player, but, like, he... he I think he's, he's a gets laugh, which is great. Great. Gets laugh's an awesome thing to be, but it's, uh, it's not... It's not something you destroy your own team to get. Yeah. 
But he's from Boston. Mm. No, he's from Lowell. Just actually, wait it out. When Chelmsford. This contract, he will leave wherever he said wherever he is at that point, Buffalo or elsewhere, and probably inside in Boston. You know what's going to happen. Whoever's the GM at that point, Don Sweeney Jr. or fuck, I don't know. But <laughs> okay, so the perfect tweet this week from Patrick M. Generation X Wing on Twitter. He goes, "A room is on fire." And there are 20 people in the room. 18 people are looking for two of the people to figure out what to do and save them. Those two uh, people are Superman and Batman. That is the Edmonton Oilers. Whereas the um, uh, Buffalo Sabres are um, uh, 19 people looking at someone to save them, but the one guy left is like Martian Manhunter. <laughs> I was gonna say Aquaman. <laughs> Still a superhero, but not a good one. <laughs> it's like good, good, good effort, Jack. Thanks for showing up, but uh, all this. <laughs> oh, it's Hawkeye. <laughs> what do you do? I shoot arrows. <laughs> well, uh, Matabaro, so I'm just starting here. I'll, I'll hit people with my bow, though, which is like a legit thing Hawkeye ends up doing. I'm just like, why would you use your bow as a? Why would you use your bow as like a quarter staff? You're just going to destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was uh, that was interesting. Look, you know what? I don't, I, I don't exactly get this, but. When you've got a real stud at number one in in the drafts, right? Um, you know, so you've got uh, a Sidney Crosby or a, a Connor McDavid or an Austin no. Matthews. Matthews, it sharp. usually means that there's a huge <laughs> sharp. Yeah, but not sharp. Fuck, Kane. Right. Okay. When you have and those, brain thinks one thing, mouth says something else. Uh. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. This happens all the time to all of us. I even remember to spit on the floor. So, like, clearly my brain was thinking the right thing. Yeah, I... Right. And, you know, you can't get more different than the two of them because one is a perfectly delightful uh, person to have on your NBC SN set. And I've seen him in person down, uh, you know, during the Stanley Cup final stuff. And he is he's the real deal. And then the other guy is Patrick Kane. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway, there there tends to be a big drop off between number one overall and number two. Well, well, that was just it. I remember seeing occasionally McDavid versus Eichel chatter, but I think it was just you know mostly American based hockey writers trying to make themselves feel feel good. Yeah. When it's like guys just grinded it out a year, you got an undisputed number one coming up next year. Just just wait it out. <laughs> right. So you know it's like like. Let's say Taylor Hall and Tyler Sagan that year. There, one went number one overall, one went to number two overall. Basically, isn't it kind of like they were the same player? I mean, we're a decade out, and honestly, like both of them appear to have aged somewhat faster than you look for in, one, in a number one or number two overall. <laughs> right. I think, and I don't think it's my Boston bias here. Of the two, I think Sagan's had the better career, despite... Uh, Despite the heart trophy there. Yeah. Okay. I will flat out say it. Hall winning that the MVP that year. It was like, okay, really? You were a very, very good player on a very bad team. There was other players in the league that year 
who had better seasons than you. It should, have, no, been, the it most, should have been McKinnon that year, yes. Yes. Like, but, oh, it's the most valuable to his team. I'm like, oh. So we had that debate that year. And he's been underwhelming ever since. Um, but that said, come on down to Boston. Second line's yours, buddy. I was going to say, he's not playing well. That means he's just going to be cheaper at the deadline. Yeah. Like, he can't be worse than, than DeBrusque right now. I was saying, like, well, you know, come on down. Second line. Second line. Don't be scared. But I have to say that I like the person that Tyler Sagan's become. He's, he's a, a lot guy. more. He's, yeah. he's a lot more. Considering uh, how thoroughly unlikable the person he was was. Yep. <laughs> he's a much different person now. He is like socially aware. You know, he's trying harder than a lot of uh, NHL players to to get behind the idea of equality in hockey. So there we go, and equality in life. So there we go. Okay, guys. Let's just go over very quickly who's injured. Uh, and then we'll have to wrap up the show because Nick's got somewhere to be. So, okay. As we said before, Brandon Carlo out for weeks. Don't know when he's coming back. So, um, Saki's, uh, Saki, Saki's going to be a lot hatter for me. Hockey's going to be a lot sadder for me. <laughs> I was going to say with Sean Corelli being in the, in the doghouse and, and Carlo being, uh, being injured, like that fucking sucks. I'm sorry, VA. Are you even watching the game that the, the game this afternoon? Um, it's a devil's game. So no, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to watch. I mean, at least we get to scout miles wood who we're inevitably going to trade for eventually <laughs> more. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you that my dog has, it has me scheduled for a walk. Um, so, uh, and then after that, uh, I might try to actually do some editing or something. So we'll see what it depends. This dog rules my life. So, um, so, yeah, so Carlo was uh, taken to the hospital. He was released the next morning, and he's feeling better, but it's going to be for a while um, before he comes back. Then we've got Kevin Miller, who should be skating this week. But, again, like, nice. you know what I saw someone point out is how thoroughly integrated into the roster Tenority seems to be already? Mm-hmm. is a very alarming about Miller's timetable. Mm-hmm. Like, the team is clearly genuinely concerned that, oh, crap, this has gone to shit again. And I hope that's wrong because, like, Miller has been – it's just having him an absolute fucking resurgence. Like, he's been a joy to watch. He's skating faster than he ever has. Yeah. Despite Twitter absolutely shitting on him. Oh, my God. I mean, God. I was grumpy about it, but, like, holy fuck. Like, Miller's been a fucking revelation. He's been, like, I just didn't believe that he was going to come back and yeah. be anything. So that's – you know, so I was wrong. It's okay. Anyway, so Lausanne – out two more weeks based on the original projection, I believe. And Andre Kasha is dead. Skating? We don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Occasionally. He was skating with Kim Brenvold, so. There is no timetable whatsoever for him to join the team, though. And I really would hate for Brandon Carlo to be in that same timetable, but it could very well be that. <sighs> and of course, you know, we, it's, as an aside, Charlie Coyle missed, of course, uh, Wednesday's game on COVID protocol. It turns out his rapid he had a false positive on a rapid test is what he is, is what it was on his way and on his like so we got the results between the morning skate and the game mm-hmm. on the rapid test that's why he got the late scratch and um, uh, then of course was able to rejoin the team um, by Friday morning I believe um, that after makes he had a, the regular the full yeah. test um, uh, um, come up negative and yep. then forty eight hours yeah. that makes more sense although my theory also would have been correct but it. 
which was he had close contact with someone outside of the rink. It's been seven days. He then tested negative, and then it was allowed to come back. False positive. That makes actually even yeah, more sense. The rapid tests are, like, not great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they don't tend to be false negatives, which is they really most of what you care about. Correct, correct. <laughs> right. From a right. Health so you care can, perspective, yeah. You can deal with the false positive. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that's okay. All right. That's good. That's good. Oh, one other comment that just occurred to me this week. I've decided I think I want the Bruins to say, fuck it, push all in and trade for both Eckholm and Forsberg from uh, Nashville. You think Forsberg would be up? Really? He's got one year after this. He's a left wing. Like, fuck it. Put, put DeBrusque in the package. I don't even care if DeBrusque turns into Wheeler. Like, Forsberg's now better. Now that you've said that, he will now. turn into Wheeler. What? <laughs> now that you've said that, he will turn into Blake I'm Wheeler. not the first person to make that exact analogy, so it's not my fault if it happens. Okay, fair enough. Look, maybe <laughs> you need to look at it like uh, it just isn't working out here and let him mm-hmm. go and spread his wings and fly. Like, and again, like, like they wizardry. have all this cap space, a good team that has a couple places to get better. This is the fuck it LOL season. Push all in. This has been my position since the, since they lost in the bubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. All right. It is noted. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I, I know I need to get going. I have a hockey league to hockey league game. Oh, by the way, I'm playing like in two leagues up today and oh. it's terrifying. I'm actually nervous. Anyway. Um, Don't let anybody hit you in the head. So you're like the premium craft beer league as opposed to like the beer brand beer league yeah. now. I, this is my third game with this team, but I've gotten a goal in my last two games. And then my all my other leagues, which I'm like right at the appropriate level, no goals. I'm like, huh. And the Schneid's a weird thing. It's a weird thing, right? Yeah. But um, anyway, um, I'm with you, Jeff. Like this, like you need to do this now when pasta and uh, – McAvoy have really, really awesome team-friendly deals, and then you have all these really good guys who are old. Yeah, well, exactly. You still have Bergeron, Krejci, and Rask on this on this roster. Now is the time. Yeah. End sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like we've been saying this variation every year. I know, but this was like the closest. But yeah, I know. This team seems to have a certain <laughs> amount of extended longevity, but like eventually that'll stop being the case. I know. I know. I <laughs> I just made an observation. I'm not trying to be snarky. So, also, uh, I'm might buy a Nick Ritchie jersey. So, all right, if you can find it, go no, ahead. that's fair. That's fair. I just might make my own. Like you could buy it several own. sizes too small, so you can be Beef Boy when you wear it. Or uh... oh, I could, I could, I could. <laughs> the the listeners can't can't see this, but my arm, I'm like raising my arms above my head in excitement about that. <laughs> buy a child's large. <laughs> Although my, my my belly will be kind of. Oozing out. I was going to say, the only catch with the child's large is it's going to end at like, the base of his rib cage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Buy an adult small. That can work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll see you all later. All right. Have yeah. fun. Good luck. I will. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Bye. Listeners, we will be taking next week off because I am just i need the weekend off so that's okay and uh maybe i'll explain it after i don't know anyway the game's for the next two weeks yes i hope you're ready for this so there's some uh uh seven games in the next um uh, 14 day spam before we record next uh starting on tuesday that is march 9th at 7 p.m eastern time oh it's islanders 
And it's in the mausoleum again. But they, no! they, they go to they go to they go to the aisles and then they come back like right away. Uh, why? <sighs> That's a and then, loss. And then back to oh fuck really? And then and then the Rangers back to back again, but at home. Haven't we played these fuckers again enough times now too? Uh, I don't want to. There's people that actually like this format. I'm sick of all these teams, except Buffalo. We'll play them someday. I No, <laughs> I, I actually do enjoy the format. I'm just tired of the New York teams. I love playing against the Flyers, which I, I knew I would love. And honestly, like, I love Penn's game. Sid's a pleasure to watch, and and and, and Brad and, and, and Patrice eat his lunch most of the time. So, like, it's great. <laughs> anyway, so yes, so after that game in, in Nassau... Followed up on Thursday at 11, 7 p.m. Eastern time at the Garden against the Rangers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Julian Gauthier will get his fourth goal on the season. His third goal on the season also against Boston, much like all of his other ones, because he only scores against Boston. Uh, and then Saturday, a Manatee game. That's 1 p.m. Eastern time at the Garden. Also, New York Rangers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we followed that up with a four-game road trip. Oh, uh, starting with the back-to-back on the 15th and 16th, both 7 p.m. Eastern time in Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, no. Uh, and then, then guess who we finally get to play on the 18th? The Rochester Americans. I mean, the Buffalo Sabres. I mean, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we end up with back-to-back games against Buffalo on the 18th, 7 p.m. Eastern time. In Buffalo. And on the 20th, 1 p.m. Eastern time, so another Manatee game, and that time against Buffalo. Oof. So um, we play New York Bay. We, 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 between now, so, you know, uh, 22, 24 minutes from now, and March 20th, we play the New York City or New York State-based teams six out of eight games. We're playing New Jersey today. Yes. Okay. Yeah, close enough. All right, fine. I mean, just like even people from like even people from that part of New Jersey consider themselves not from New York, like really in their hearts. They probably make a stink of it, but like like at their core, they know what they are. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. Tuka, you're really late to the party today. Hi, Tuka. Yeah, I mean, Boomer joined, and he's still here, getting all the rubs from Mummy. It keeps him quiet, so that's good. That's good. Hello, my doggy is black and white too. All Tuka, right. I can't believe we're this late to a video call, though. <laughs> yeah, what were you doing, Tuka? It was. Uh, she thought it was like four o'clock. Oh, Tuka, we talked about this time zones. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the schedule, folks. I'll just cut that two and a half, three minutes in the middle there out. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll and, use my discretion. Yeah, you know, and um, so yes, wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, because this so, one is like I'm just like I have to either stay here and pet him forever, or we have to go for a walk. It, this is these are the two options I have, um, and eventually he's going to get tired of this. So yes, let's wrap it up. Okay, so you've, of course, been listening to Barely On Topic. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, wherever your favorite podcasts are found, as long as it's one of those. If you feel free to find... If you if you find us somewhere else, please let us know. <laughs> um, you can talk to us on Facebook. That's at Barely On Topic Podcast. Or on Twitter. That's, that's at Barely On Topic. 
And of course, there's always our individual Twitter accounts. I am at Dr. Hand Grenade. Our now have our friend Nick here is of course at Nick Baggio. And I am at professionalboomerwrangler.com. Also, yes. And FBA from our eye. <laughs> Tuki, you got this one? Say the words. Oh. That was very cute. Did you pick the purrs up? Yeah, she purred. Anyway, so what Tuki just told you folks is word. <laughs>